Welcome to podcast number 138 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. As you're probably aware, we are currently in a series on miracles, specifically miracle gifts of the Holy Spirit. They're obviously from God. He wants to bless us. He wants to give us gifts. And so we're getting into that to see if we can understand how to receive them, why we would receive them, what the purpose is in receiving them. So today's topic on podcast 138 is entitled, Why Should We Seek Miracle Gifts? So with that, let's pray and ask God's direction. Heavenly Father, we come to you and ask for your divine intervention in this podcast today. As the host of this podcast, I need your help, I need your direction, I need your anointing, and now I invite the Holy Spirit to come in and take control. I surrender my thoughts to your thoughts, and my will to your will, and my desires to your desires. And I know if we do that, that you will bring forth a podcast that will bless everyone who's listening in. It'll bless your people. So I pray now the anointing would come down, and that you would bring us wisdom, knowledge, and intervene in everything that we have to say today. I thank you for your word as we'll be using it today to describe and explain how the gifts operate and why we should seek them. And I know that you're going to use them and bless them as you always do. Thank you once again for this opportunity to speak to those who are listening in. I'll be careful to give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. A gift from someone is always very nice and many times it's very special. But when God wants to give us a gift, that is something miraculous. You see, when we receive a miracle gift, it is a manifestation of God. Our God has many reasons to fill us with the miracle gifts of the Holy Spirit. They prove that God has unlimited power and that he wants to bless us more than what we can imagine or even think. The gifts verify the words Jesus spoke when he told his disciples about the Holy Spirit. So we're going to look at John chapter 16. I'm going to start probably the first few verses. I'm using the New Living Translation. So let me just read the words of Jesus when he was talking about the work of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to verse number five. He says, but now I'm going away to the one who sent me and not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. I was going to stop there, but I think I need to read just a little bit more here in verse number 12. There is so much more I want to tell you. Jesus is saying this now, but you can't hear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you what Whatever he receives from me, all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. You see, isn't that interesting? Jesus is speaking to the Holy Spirit. He sends the Holy Spirit down to earth and the Holy Spirit then comes in and dwells in the lives of believers when they receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Wow, this is quite a setup, isn't it, to understand why we need to seek the miracle gifts. You see, God has a great plan for his people. But when Jesus left, they kind of were grieving, it said, 
as all of us would when you had a dear friend and of course it was, he was their Lord and Savior. But when he left, they were kind of wondering what's going to happen. Now what do I do? But see, when we lose a loved one here on earth and we are believers, then the Holy Spirit there will come in and comfort us. And when Jesus was referring to the advocate, that was the Holy Spirit. He was conferring to the one who would come and cause the world to turn from its sin. That was the Holy Spirit. And when he said he would bring that comfort and guidance and direction, that's the Holy Spirit. And that's the miracle working power of the Holy Spirit coming to dwell in us. You know, we have a great debt to the Holy Spirit because if it wasn't for him convicting of us of our sin, we would have never have become followers of Christ and wouldn't know of the great glory and the power it is to walk in the Spirit, to live in the Spirit, and to experience the miracle gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, the miracle gifts empower believers to do what God created them to do. I'm going to repeat that because sometimes when I say these things, it goes a little fast. Let me say that very carefully now. The miracle gifts empower believers to do what God created them to do. So let me give you a scripture that'll help you understand that a little bit better. It's found in 2 Peter in chapter 1 in verse number 3, and Peter's writing these words. He says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. I could go on and on here, but that's not really the focus of today's message. What I'm showing you and trying to get you, get all of us to be on the same page and understand that when the Holy Spirit comes, He comes in divine power. For God wants to equip us. He wants us to prepare us. He wants us to get ready to receive fullness that He has for us in our life. And He sent the Holy Spirit to do that and help through us. So we need to seek the Holy Spirit and seek the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Jesus had some other instructions. Of course, he spoke to his disciples a lot, but he had some wonderful instructions for them. We find it in the book of John chapter 14 and verse number 12. These are the words of Jesus. I'm reading once again from the New Living Translation. He says this, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do. He doesn't say might do or possibly will do or there's a possibility that it could happen. He says, will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Verse 13, he says, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Now think about that. Here we have Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the creator of the universe, the creator of everything, quite frankly, the creator of us. And he is telling his disciples when he is the one who is responsible for creating them, they wouldn't have been born had it not been for God's creative power in the womb of their mothers. And he is talking to these disciples saying this, he says, anyone who believes in me. Okay, now that's anyone. That's those of you who are listening and have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It says, we'll do the same works I have done. Now think about the works he's done. Miracles. He cast out demons. He fed the hungry. He brought something from nothing. There was nothing there and he brought it to something. He basically did everything that could possibly happen and more where there were needs for miracles. He says, the same works that I have done and even greater works, he says, basically you're going to do because I am going to be with the Father. So because Jesus went to be with the Father, he sits at the right hand of the Father and he's praying and interceding for us. But he left us with the Holy Spirit so that we could operate in the miracle power and the miracle gifts of the Spirit to do even greater works than what Jesus did. That's pretty amazing. A lot of people can't accept that because they think about it in the flesh. You see, when we talk about the miracles 
happening through the gifts of the Spirit. We've got to get out of the our flesh, our own thinking, our own way of thinking. We go into a supernatural way of believing, and therefore we believe that the gifts will operate, and we believe that they will happen. And when they do come forward, we're going to see those miracles that we've been praying about, believing for, and trusting the Lord to perform. We need the gifts of the Spirit because they stir us up. They get us excited to have greater faith and to believe that God is able. And when we hear the words, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think, we can actually start believing that when we receive the gift of faith in the Spirit to receive those things and believe for those things. The Holy Spirit challenges us. He encourages us. He comforts us. And He gives all of His strength and effort and all of His unlimited power to us so that we can operate and see these amazing miracle gifts taking place. You see, God does not want us to live below the gifts that we have and the gifts that he has for us. God wants us to be on fire as we operate in the gifts. It's kind of interesting that when we go back and see when the, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit fell in a prayer meeting, we read about it in Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, we read that there were tongues of fire that came down upon these people. Now, I kind of thought of that when I was telling you that he wants us to get on fire for him, to be on fire when the gifts come inside of us. Now, I'm not talking about a literal fire but that's a power, a spiritual power that comes upon us. People can see it on us. People can see the workings of the Holy Spirit through us when we walk in the Spirit and live in the Spirit and see the gifts manifested in our life. When the Apostle Paul was teaching to the people in Corinth and he wrote the First and Second Corinthians, powerful messages and great teachings on the Holy Spirit, he said in First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7, he was, as he was instructing them, he was giving thanks to God for what he had done for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he says in verse 7, Now you have every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Eagerly wait, see, and every spiritual gift that you need. There's an energy that will come upon us. That doesn't mean you have to run run around and shout and jump up and down and jump on chairs and that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about the fact there's an energy that comes into us and that is the power of the Holy Spirit. And he gives us the trust and the confidence and the belief that great things are going to take place and he's going to use us and he's going to manifest his gifts on us so that we can then bless others and bless the church throughout this entire world. The title of this podcast, just to remind you, it's I said it's, Why Should We Seek the Miracle Gifts? Well, there's so many reasons for that. We need the gifts to be able to comprehend God's love for us. There's a wonderful scripture that Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. It's found in Ephesians chapter 3. It starts at verse 14, where Paul is talking about spiritual growth for the people. He says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, verse 15 of Ephesians chapter 3, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow. That means we need to stay in a church, find a good church. We need to grow by praying, grow by reading God's word, grow by witnessing, grow by being a part, an active part of a good local church preaching the true word of God. He says, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. 
when you think about all that, you've got to realize that there is amazing blessing that God wants to have for his people. His followers have the opportunity to walk in such power and such strength because of his word and because of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit helps us to walk in faith and not in unbelief, and that's for the needs of ourselves and for the needs of others. We know the Holy Spirit abides in us when we become believers in Jesus Christ. Now think about that for a second. Think just Instead of just rushing past that, sometimes I'll make that statement. I don't talk about it as much as I should, but think about that. The Holy Spirit abides in us when we become believers in Jesus Christ. We need to really think about that and understand that the Holy Spirit is in us if we are a Christian. His power, His glory, His majesty, His miracle-working abilities are living and dwelling inside of us right now. And He hears our thoughts. He hears our good thoughts, and He hears our bad thoughts, and He hears our weak thoughts, and He hears our strong thoughts. But He hears our thoughts, and He hears our prayers. And when He hears our prayers, He wants those prayers to claim the promises of God and to work and operate in the promises that God has in his word. The Holy Spirit knows that Holy Spirit who's living in us. He knows when we have fear and he knows when we have worry and when we have anxiety in our life. And that's why the Lord gave us a scripture that says to be anxious for nothing but everything through prayer with supplications and thanksgiving. Make your requests made known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. Now, that's, that's such a powerful scripture. It's so strong that I pray it every day. I mean, I can't go to bed at night unless sometimes during the course of the day or just before bed, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord that he's given my wife and I the peace of God that passes all understanding. Wow. And it'll guard our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. And that I'm not supposed to worry or be in fear or be living with anxiety in my life. You see, the Holy Spirit comforts us. He gives us great comfort when we are reading the Word of God and we're seeking His face and we're worshiping God. The Holy Spirit inspired the writers of God's Word. Every single word that we read was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Think about that too. Don't just pick up the Bible and say, oh yeah, that's good. I don't understand that. I don't, that's confusing, whatever. No. No, those are words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit. They go into this book we call the Bible. And when we read it, the Holy Spirit then, once who's living in us, is going to help us understand what His words are all about. And I believe that when we live and walk in the Spirit, we are safe from harm, from danger, even sickness. Now, maybe this might be a good time to ask why you want the miracles of the Holy Spirit. This might be a good time to start thinking about why do we want that? And we've already talked about the importance of seeking it. But then you personally, why do you desire to have those gifts in your life? Because you might be struggling. You might not be walking in peace and free of worry and free of anxiety. Well, you can in Jesus' name. And you can claim that power through the Holy Spirit who dwells and lives inside of you and read God's word and believe and say, that's my promise. I like to identify the word of God when I when I pray it. When I pick up a scripture and I read it, I always think it's mine. I always think God wrote that just for me. And I know he wrote it for the whole world. But bottom line, I take it very personally. And I believe that God wrote that for me. When it says in verse 19 of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3, may you experience the love of Christ. I'm saying, God, thank you that I can experience the love of Christ. Though it's too great for me to fully understand, but I can still experience it. And that's for me, Lord. And I like to put my name in, or my wife and I, when we pray, we put our names in. Or when I pray with the church, I want the church to together say, that's my promise. That's something you gave me because the Holy Spirit who dwells in us will then strengthen us as we read God's word and we claim it that it will apply to our life. So let's go back to that comment I made just a minute ago that this might be a good time to ask, why 
we want the miracle gifts of the Spirit in our life. And I tell you, James chapter 4 and verse 3 gives us a warning about our reason, our purpose, and our motives behind why we want to see these gifts operate in our life. So I'm reading in James chapter 4 and verse number 3, I think it is. And it says right here, oh, let me go back. Let's go back to verse 1. James 4, 1. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? There was confusion in the people that he was talking to. He says, don't they come from the evil desires that war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. You see, these people were fighting over why one person got something, the other one per, other person didn't, and that's kind of common today. There's a lot of jealousy between Christians sometimes that they feel that some people, God loves more than others, and that's not true. God loves all of us equally. And these folks were arguing back then, and it applies to us today. There's people in the church who get irritated or get upset because someone else has miracle gifts in their life, and they're kind of jealous of that. But then James is writing here, and he says, yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God, so go ask God for it. And then verse 3, very important. This is crucial to the understanding when we're seeking the gifts of the Spirit. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. So it's important that we get rid of that thought that there's some kind of emotional feeling that we want to be maybe puff ourselves up or fill with a little bit of pride or a little bit of arrogance that look at me, I'm praying in the Spirit, look at me, I have the gifts of the Spirit operating. If that is a part of it, God's going to pull that blessing back from you because God is not going to bless us if our motives are wrong, if our desire is only to please ourselves and to, to have people look up to us, because look at us, we're a giant Christian now or wherever it might be, that's wrong and we need to run from it and avoid it. I know my very first experience with a spirit-filled church many, many years ago, we walked in there and people were praying in spirit and making all kinds of different actions and jumping up and down and tambourines were everywhere and it was pretty chaotic, a couple of hundred people in there and it seemed like no one seemed to have any concern for loving the other person. They were just kind of showing off, uh, showing off the gifts and showing off what spiritual gift that they had. And to the point where they literally would run up to you and you were a visitor in the church and not say, hi, how are you? And welcome to the church. They'd look at you and then they put their hand on your chest and speak in tongues or give a prophetic message to you. And they didn't even know if we were Christians or not. They didn't know if we understood the gifts or not. They were just so pumped up on having the gifts operate in their life that they were missing the whole purpose of the gifts. And the purpose of the spiritual gifts are to bless the church to bless the work of the Lord throughout this entire world. It's not just that we can puff ourselves up. So we need to be careful that our motives are right and that we understand that God wants to bless us. He gives us a warning here that having the right motives for anything that we ask for is crucial. Okay, I think I've made that point long enough. Let's let's move on. We need the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit because we are so limited in our own abilities. But when we seek wisdom, knowledge from the Holy Spirit, we receive power from God, who is all knowledge and all wisdom. You see, when God releases his power, it comes through something we call the anointing. The anointing is when the Holy Spirit comes upon us and God then blesses or shows his favor to bring forth a blessing to his church. When we receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit to move forward, things start to happen. 
As a believer, even we need the miracle gift of the anointing of the Lord. You know, a lot of times when I was a pastor and I was preaching, I would spend 10, 12, 14 hours putting a sermon together, a message together. And I would be so excited about it and all prepared. And I would be thanking the Lord that we're ready to go. And I was just fired up. And I had sometimes three services on Sunday mornings that I had to preach at our own church. And I do all of them. And it was exhausting, but it was invigorating. Every time I preached one, I got more energy to do go to the next one. And so I was all prepared. And there were times when I would go up there with this prepared message. And as I walk up on our platform, the stage, if you will, and to address the church, I'd say, you know, on the way up here, I had this message I prepared and it's been amazing. But during the worship time, the Lord impressed upon me something different. And the Holy Spirit gave me this scripture and I would read a certain scripture to them. And I say, I'd say, now, I tell you, I don't apologize for the change in today's topic, but I thank the Lord for intervening because there's somebody here that needs this. And I believe the anointing of the Lord has come down and is going to give me a message as I read this scripture and it'll come forth. I didn't have anything prepared. I didn't know exactly what I was going to talk on, where to emphasize things, what points to make, those types of things. But I would read the scripture and ask the Holy Spirit to bless it and anoint it. And that's one thing as a pastor, I would never, ever get up and preach without asking and inviting the Holy Spirit to take charge. You probably noticed that in the podcast. I don't want to enter these podcasts without inviting the Holy Spirit to be in control and be in charge. We should do that in our walk with God. Well, I would get up there with that new scripture and that I hadn't prepared anything for and the Holy Spirit would come down, the anointing would come down and sometimes it was the best message that I'd ever preached and I'd give an altar call and 10 or 20 or 30 people received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Walk out of there, people were saying, Pastor, I needed that so much. That was for me. That message was something I needed in my life and I would be so thankful. I didn't, I wasn't afraid of the change. I was thankful that the Holy Spirit directed it and changed it because I knew he was going to come down and carry me through this thing and bless it. I kind of feel like today I've kind of jumped around a little bit. I've gone on to one area, then changed to another topic, and it kind of feels like it's being led by the Spirit to help people for what they need. So I'm just going to stay with this podcast, and I'm going to continue on for the future podcast, because if I've had a point that maybe I didn't completely explain or go into detail, I believe it's a reason that the Holy Spirit wants me to go back, listen to this again, and take those points that maybe need additional expansion, because there wasn't enough time for all of them. I can't talk on 29 different points in one podcast, but I can cover three or four important areas, and that's about all you can get in, about 25 or 30 minutes. So stay with me on these, because we'll be teaching podcasts dealing with all the various topics that are going to come up, and I know the Lord's got some great plans for them. So let me just kind of start, wrap this one up this way. See, I believe we are to have the miracle gifts of the Spirit operating in our life. And I believe that God wants you to have them, and that's why we're talking about this. We need the gifts so we will leave our our strengths, our own strengths, and then walk into the anointing and the gifts of the Spirit. We will know when the anointing falls on us. That is when we will have the faith that we need to believe for anything. Now, the Scripture tells us that if we desire the miracle gifts of the Spirit, we will receive them. If that's our desire, that's our heart desire, and it's pure, and our motives are right, and we know what the reasoning is in our heart as to why we want to see these gifts operate through us. I believe that all that's correct, and it all comes in line with God's Word, and we know that the Holy Spirit wants to move in our life, and God wants the Spirit to move in our life, then it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. There's only one requirement, and that is that we live for the love and the desire of our heart to please God. That's something that maybe I should talk a little bit more in future podcasts, and I probably will, and that is that we need to have a heart to please God in all that we do. If we desire the gifts, that's one thing, and that's great, but our heart must be that, is it pleasing? 
pleasing to God. Lord, whatever we do, I pray that it'll be pleasing in your sight. See, our God promises that he will supply our needs and that he will provide for all of our needs. Therefore, we will lack for nothing. God is able to do it. He has unlimited power. God is our source of energy. God is the one who blesses us with every good and perfect blessing. So with that, I'm going to leave you with a couple scriptures, going to close us up, going to pray for you, talk about the next podcast coming up. Let me pull out a scripture here. I believe that'll bless you. It's found in Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 19. And this same God who takes care of me, now Paul's talking here, will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Now, isn't that an encouragement? Isn't that a source of strength? How about Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20? Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. I use that scripture a lot. I just haven't given the address of that scripture as often as I should. Let me give you another scripture found in James chapter 1 and verse 17. Once again, New Living Translation. And James is speaking here. It's so crucial for, to under, for us to understand as we are seeking the miracle gifts of the Spirit. Listen to what James says in chapter 1 and verse 17. Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights of heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Wow. If we're God's prized possession, why would he want to give us anything that's bad? Why would he want to withhold anything from us that's a blessing? So whatever is perfect comes down to us from God our Father. So the miracle gifts are perfect. Now, we are not perfect. The Holy Spirit who dwells in us is perfect. That doesn't make us perfect. The fact of the matter is, is that we are people made of flesh and blood, and we have our own will, which we have to fight from time to time. But when the Holy Spirit comes to dwell inside of us, as he does, remember, when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then we need to yield to the Holy Spirit. We need to submit to him and allow him to work in us. Because I believe that today, many of you are going to receive these wonderful gifts that you're praying for. These miracle gifts will come to take place in your life. And I know God wants to bless you. He wants to pour out a blessing for you that you won't even be able to hold or contained. So with that, I'm going to close this particular podcast out and so there's because there's so much more coming in the next following podcast. But let me just pray for you and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Father, thank you once again for this teaching today. I hope that these folks receive something special from it. I pray that you would bless it, that you would touch their hearts and their minds. I know many of them are seeking the gifts of the Spirit and many of them do currently operate in the gifts of the Spirit. And I pray that we would examine our hearts and make sure that our motives are pure when we seek the gifts and when we operate in these gifts. And so I just pray for those who've been asking for the miracle gifts. I pray that you would pour out a blessing, that you would anoint them, that the power of the Holy Spirit that's manifested and lives inside of them would come forth and would bring forth the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues for those who lack it. There'll be those who receive the gift of prophecy. Some will receive the gift of healing. I believe there are those who receive the gift of miracles, God. I just believe that's going to take place and is taking place even at this very moment. Thank you, Lord, once again for this opportunity opportunity I've had to bring this message at this time, and I pray that you would continue to bless it, to anoint it, and use me, Father, to bring forth these teachings on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for it, God. If there be anybody here that doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and they're maybe confused with some of this teaching, I pray, Lord, right now, they would just just find a place to be be still and ask God to forgive them. Say, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. And the Bible says that if I ask for forgiveness, that you will forgive me. So I ask that you would come into my life 
and forgive me of my sins. And I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and I receive him at this moment, at this time, as my personal Lord and Savior. And I thank you for that now. Thank you for coming into my heart, and I promise to serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer, gave your life to Jesus, now find a good church. Get a, a Bible, but one that you can read and understand clearly, like the New Living Translation or the New Living Bible or possibly the New International Version. These are books that are written with, that are translations that are written to help people understand because of the language and the how we speak today. So with that, I pray that you'll be blessed. So we're going to continue on in this series, and I know that God has a plan for it. My next message that I've been working on, or next, I should say, podcast that I'm going to be bringing to you is entitled Purpose of Miracle Gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the purpose of them and I know God is going to bless it because he's already given me a lot of thoughts and things to bring into it and we're going to continue on this series until the Holy Spirit tells me I should go into something different. So I thank the Lord for that. Now if you'd like to get additional information on the teachings that I have available, you could go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and if you get to my webpage, you'll find a place where you can press the link and it'll take you to my my podcast where you can go back and look at the plethora, the incredible number. I'm amazed how fast in a little over a year, the number of podcasts that we put together. And I believe today it completes the 138th. So with that, I think there's a lot of topics on prosperity that could bless you on generosity, on how to get out of debt, on how to have greater faith and various things of those topics. And I think they'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, there's a link there on my webpage for the books that I've written. I've written several books. I believe that'll help you. There's one on faith entitled receive everything from what we call nothing. That's based upon calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. It's a great teaching that Paul had. And it's also a reference to Abraham when he had nothing and God made him and Sarah the parents of many nations. And we are now living underneath the blessings of Abraham. So that's an amazing book and I believe that you'll be blessed by it. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So once again, I hope that you, as you listen today, receive something special. Look forward to next week's podcast as we talk about the purpose of the miracle gifts. First of all, the purpose for them, and then secondly, the purpose for them in our life. God created us with a purpose, have a, has a plan for us, but we have to understand, we must understand the purpose of the miracle gifts in our life and how they're supposed to operate. So with that, I pray that you'll be blessed as we get into that. This series I'm in, and this podcasts on miracles and the working of the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about individually prophecy, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, gifts of miracles, gifts of healings, discernment of spirits, and on and on. We'll be talking about all those issues. We'll be also talking about the fruit of the Spirit, and I know those are areas that I think will be a blessing to each and one of you. So if you have a friend or someone you'd like to invite to be a part of this, I'd encourage you to do that, especially people who do not understand the gifts of the Spirit, and maybe it's a way that'll help them receive the this teaching in a way that's not right in their face and not something that they're going to feel uncomfortable with. So with that, I know that God will bless it. So invite them to come as we move forward. So let me close with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Our next episode, remember, is entitled Purpose in Receiving the Miracle Gifts of the Holy Spirit. So until next time, may God bless you and may he anoint you and pour out a blessing that you'll have a difficult time even containing or holding on to. It'll be more than you can imagine or even think. God bless you now.